Welcome to another podcasting episode of Bob Around Town. It's Bob Peters out and about, exploring mid-Michigan from an inside perspective. And now, here's your host, Bob Peters. Hi, it's Bob Peters with another episode of Bob Around Town. Uh, I'm glad many of you enjoyed my Christmas special. I did that with Dr. Will Anderson from CMU. We did the holiday spirit. It's a great 20-minute play. I hope you can... Go back in the episodes and uh, check that out, too. So today I've been promising this one. We're talking tattoos today. I kind of like tattoos. I'm really intrigued about tattoos. A little story. I first saw a tattoo. I was probably about nine years old. It was our neighbor. He was a sailor. Because we always associate tattoos with sailors. And uh, he had the old serpent with the, with the knife, you know, all wrapped around it. So I uh, saw that. My brother got him. He's in the Navy. Uh, so tattoos are not just uh, for sailors anymore. They're for other people. I'm at Intricate Decor right now with uh, Jason Rhodes, owner here. Jason, thanks for joining us. I know you got customers coming in here now. Oh, so. yeah, no problem. Um, actually, that's my son and my father-in-law. <laughs> oh, is it? Oh, okay. Are they yeah, getting not... tattoos today? Uh, nope. No, not at all. It's just visiting, right? Checking this out here at this point, right? Hey, funny um, you'd say that about the sailor, too, because uh, my first influence into tattoos was my uncle in the Navy and had Navy sailor tattoos. <laughs> so, Jason, your, your, your dad come in here now, and you, you said he has an old sailor tattoo. Tell me about the history oh, no, of that was, one. That was my uncle. Oh, your uncle. Okay. Um, yep. Yeah. Um, actually, he had tattoos that he got in the Philippines, like traditional hand poke style. Um, and then when he retired from the Navy... He didn't wear watches because he was a firefighter. Oh, okay. And so he had it, his Navy retirement watch tattooed on his wrist. Oh, in- so. incredible. Now, you've told me a story in the past where you said he kind of wanted it updated or filled in a little bit. Was that him? Uh, yeah, it was the and, Polynesian and, one. And you said, I'm not touching it. No. Not at all. No, too much history behind it. Exactly. Those. So <laughs> too much history. Let's back up, Jason. How long you been doing tattooing? 30 years. 30 years. How long you been here at Intricate Decor? Oh, uh, we started in... 94. Excellent. So, so you, you, uh, you, 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 you <laughs> so, so you spread around a lot of ink here already, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> How, how's the business changed since 1994 for you? Uh, every way possible. <laughs> Everything uh, from, Well, you know, you showed me technology is different now too, yeah, isn't it? Yep, yep. The machines are different. Pigments are different. Um, business approaches, advertising, it's all changed. Tattoos are, are more acceptable nowadays, correct? Absolutely. I mean, here I am, 63 years old, thinking about number five, right? Yeah, you know, exactly. So, and, and we keep doing that, you know. You know, they used to be for the sailors, but now we know they're for a lot more people. What kind of people are coming in here right now, Jason? Anything. Anybody you can think of. Professionals to... We get mother, daughter, grandmother, matching tattoos, family tattoos, any any age bracket you can think of. You never know when they walk through the door. <laughs> so so what's, what's your favorite tattoo to do right now? Um, I specialize in black and gray realism. Um, I love doing animals. Uh, I do a lot of lions right now, uh, wolves, and then just regular human portraits. Grandmas, good. grandpas. Very dads, good. Mom. Very good. Now, now I understand uh, you, you guys go to a lot of conventions and shows. Yeah. Where, where yep. you learn from other artists, too, right? Absolutely. You, yeah. you trade secrets a little bit? Yep. yep. It didn't used to be that way. It was kept hush. You know, and people didn't share secrets, but nowadays it's a lot more open. Oh, uh, excellent. Um, what are the, some of the challenges of taking what, what you love, which is tattooing? And we, we don't call this a tattoo parlor anymore, do we? No, it's a studio. It's a studio. <laughs> Thank you. I want, I want to make sure we're modern with that. But what are some challenges in doing this now as a business? You, you have different pressures now, too, don't you? Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you got to keep up with the changes. Um, the Internet, uh, social media has made what used to take us 10 or 15 years to learn. 
because you only learned when you went to a convention. You only learned if you talked to other tattoo artists. The information is out there so much that these kids are two to five years into their career doing what we do now. They have more accessibility to the information. Right, right. And, and the trade secret. I mean, I, I could talk to tattoo artists overseas. I've done it a few times. Uh, my friend Tintin in Germany, uh, I talked to him on Facebook. And we talked tips and trades and what machines are you using and what needles are you using. I would have to go two or three years to try to line up meeting him at a convention to have that same conversation. I can pick my phone up and talk to him right now. It's a smaller world now, isn't yeah, it? way smaller world. <laughs> By the way, this is Bob Around Town. We're hanging out with uh, Jason Rhodes over at Intricate Decor. He's uh, a tattoo artist. He's also the shop owner here. So he has other challenges he's just been telling us about. So, Jason, w- what do you really enjoy about uh, tattooing and having a, a parlor now? Um, I get to do my art every day all day <laughs> yeah, um, uh-huh. get paid for it and see uh, i enjoy seeing people out and oh i did that tattoo or that sleeve or i know that guy like i know tens of thousands of people now because i've been here for so long doing right, it for yeah. so long but uh-huh. my artwork is out there every day walking around isn't that great to be able to see that so you started here in 1994 Let's yeah. go back again a little bit. What was it like, the perception of having a tattoo parlor in 1994? Way different. We Way were, different. <laughs> um, I moved up here in 93 to work for the guy that I did my apprenticeship under. Okay. Um, and we were the first professional tattoo studio in Mount Pleasant. There was you know, some guys doing it out of their houses. And so that was people's perception of it, like quality-wise, who they were, underground kind of thing. So um, the four of us walking into a store to buy supplies, security's looking at you, people are wondering, you know, we're pretty heavily tattooed, and that way it wasn't a lot of heavily tattooed people around here at the time. Mount Pleasant's a little more conservative, especially was back then. It was way more progressive now, but... Kind of tied in with the word grunge back then, too, which really isn't fair, correct? I mean, it was kind of a a music style. Yeah, yeah. And I think there were a lot of you know the artists were, were getting more tattooed at that point too so yeah back then i used to get asked all the time oh did you learn how to do this in the joint uh, i know <laughs> no i'd never been to prison yeah it's good good <laughs> never been to jail <laughs> so 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 but you were a young man t- you know 30 years ago you started tattooing you're gonna start your own parlor uh, uh, within two years within the business yeah what made you do that jason that that's really taking a leap of faith um, taking a chance isn't it the guy that we were working for decided to move back down state and we liked it here, so we wanted to stay. And so we pulled together all the money we didn't have <laughs> Okay. and opened a studio. Yeah, you know, tell me about the audience back then. We're going to take a little break right now because a friend of mine, Brad Warch, has moved in. Is he your 4 o'clock appointment? Yes, he is. Oh, my God. So so this is Bob Around Town. We're going to bring in uh, Brad War here shortly to talk about his new tattoo. He's, he's a friend of mine in Mount Pleasant. He's shocked as I am right now. The fact that he walked in through the door and I'm here doing a podcast. Brad's the one who actually got me into podcasting back then. He told me, you got to start podcasting, Bob. And I says, what do I need to talk about? He wanted to do one. We're going to do one. Matter of fact, he's on my Michigan Matters podcast. He was talking about the fire department. We just released that uh, episode as well, too. So welcome, Brad. I want to find out what kind of tattoo you're going to be getting here shortly, okay? And then uh, I want to watch you cry as you're getting it. Maybe I'll make, make Jason a little nervous. So, So let's talk about Brad. He's coming in here. Does he have something already figured out? 
Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, gotcha. All right. Is this his first tattoo? No, I don't. I, I did don't not know so. that, Brad. How many you got so far? Okay, Jason did one. Okay, like this is his big, his let, first big one. Let, let's give him the crappy headset here and see if this can work for you. Okay. Oh, I love that one. So you're a fireman, and right there, you got the logo with the American flag right there. You, you designed that one, didn't you, Jason? Yeah. Yep. Excellent. So what are you getting today? Here, here, come here. Just talk into that microphone right there. We're gonna, we're gonna have fun right now. Oh, here, let me turn it up though. Okay. We're looking for a uh, tree. Okay. Up the, up the side, that's uh, gonna represent family. Okay, very good. You have a lot of branches in your family now, too, don't there you? There are a ton of branches in the family, absolutely. <laughs> good for you, good for you. So so I have that, too, a little bit. I have seagulls representing family members that are flying in a sunset uh, with a palm tree, okay? And I also now, I was just here last month, I had my new granddaughter, her name tattooed on my chest right below my grandson. So so tattoos are a family thing. They're very personal, right, yeah, Jason? Yeah. yeah, nowadays especially. But, yeah, we do a lot of family-oriented pieces. We, we, we get, do we get tattoos just – we get them for us, though, don't we? Yeah. I mean, we get – when I get a tattoo, I want it for me more than anybody else, don't I? Yeah, yeah, it's – collecting a piece of art same as you buy one to hang in your living room you got it because you liked it was that like that 1994 yeah so the attitudes really are the same people really wanted some kind of way to remember something be reminded or or understand that maybe that too that tattoo you know talks a little bit about me right yeah not everybody needs to understand it do they no no self-reflection i love that Thank you very much. you got to go do a tattoo. We're going to talk about the art of tattoos. Thank you very much for jumping in here, Jason. Absolutely. Go get them. All right. You know, I was shocked a little bit. Brad War came in here, a friend of mine. I'm over at Intricate Decor um, doing a podcast, not getting a tattoo today. I don't think yet. Anyways, Lori said, don't get a tattoo. And I said, if I'm not home before 8, you know I'm getting one. They're working on one for me. But Brad walks in here, and I'm going, holy cow. Look at But anyways, um, Jason's going to do a tattoo for you. Yes. This is number two. Number two. You just saw it. What do you think? I love it. Describe it for us. So, uh, you know, I have a, uh, a number of children at home, and so he's doing a tree that uh, each of the major limbs represents one of the kids. On the bottom of the tree, there is a heart that represents the root of the tree. Uh, and so for me, it is, uh, you know, just something as a reminder of uh, the family life that you know, I maintain at home. I love that. Isn't it great? And we were talking about that, you know, about tattoos. They are for the individual. You're not getting this for anybody else. No. Nope. Nope. You know, it, it's going to be Brad's tattoo. It is. It's your reminder. Much like I said, you know, I have my mom and dad's signature on my arm. I can look at that, you know, yeah. and I, I get strength from that. You're going to get strength from yours too. Yeah. Right? You know? Absolutely. So I love it. So, so you're going to get it more on your trunk, right? That's right. Skin is a little bit more sensitive. Very, very sensitive. And you're going to be here for a number of hours. Yeah. Okay. You know, you're prepared for that, right? I am, yeah. I have uh, been preparing all day. Mentally prepared. Mentally prepared. You know, um, you're going to be laying there. The temperature is pretty warm in here today, though. Some, sometimes they have it kind of cold in here, sure. at least for me. I'm the old guy, right? Yeah. Um, you, you talked with Jason a little bit, but and you worked over, you know, a couple of the colors and everything. Isn't it nice working with him like that and getting advice? I, I tell you, I, uh, Jason did my first tattoo, uh, and he's the best. He really is in terms of listening and uh, then being able to add his artistic touch to really uh, make what it is you're looking for, you know, come to life for sure. And I just saw a picture of it. We looked at it. I just love it, Brad. This is going to be fantastic. You're going to love it when you're out of there too. I I can't wait. All right. Get it done. Thank you very much, Brad. Go get them. 
Hey, thanks for listening to Bob Around Town. We're at Intricate Decor. We're on Pickard Road, Mount Pleasant. This is Mount Pleasant's oldest tattoo parlor since here. Uh, been here since about 1994. Just talked with Jason, talked with Brad War, who's getting a tattoo. Now we've got Dan Kirby in here. Not many people know him as Dan. Maybe his mom does, his wife does, you know, but uh, we call him Kirby. He is my personal tattoo artist. I wouldn't trust anyone, but I guess I would Jason at, at some point. But Kirby's my man. I would never cheat on him. Uh, Kirby, welcome. Hi, Bob. Hey, welcome. <laughs> thank, thank you for doing this here right now. You just got done with the job. What were you doing over there? I was doing some dressing shears. Dressing for, shears? For a mortician. Oh my God, that is very interesting. Yeah. Is that a new one for you then? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Come out just perfect though, didn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. It okay. was, um, he was going to get the tools of his trade and he decided to just get the shears. So I didn't, I don't know all the tools of his trade, but I guess. <laughs> and you don't want to know all no, of them no, either, do you know? Because so. matter of fact, on my next tattoo, you're working on one of my tools of the trade, which is a microphone. microphone yeah. yeah, we no hurry on that, by the way, because right. even when I left the house, Lori goes, you're you going to get a tattoo today? I says, well, if I'm home by eight o'clock, you know, I got one, but if I'm home earlier, I probably did, probably you did. know, so we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll so see. We'll figure it out. Uh, Kirby, how long have you been tattooing now? At least 11 years. 11 years. Why? Why tattooing? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> it's a fun job. Right. It's right. still a I mean, job. You're, you're an artistic man to begin with, correct? Yeah. I've been drawing on stuff I wasn't supposed to be drawing on for a long time. So, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, we see that on the report cards. You were a doodler, right? Yeah, for sure. Were you trained professionally at all with your artistic work? Out, uh, outside, outside of tattooing, we're going to get into that part, but prior to tattooing, you know, I mean, art classes, that you took classes. Uh, no, you, you understand just, shapes, though, right? Sure. Okay. Yeah, I can name all the shapes, <laughs> probably. Um, <laughs> no, no formal art training okay. other than, you know, your normal high school art classes. Um, my mom taught me how to draw when I was little. Um, yeah. That's, and it's just yeah. one of those things that you had, right? Yeah. Okay. Learned, I mean, learned. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. Gotcha. So, so, yeah, you have to really learn. You have to practice a lot and everything like that. How old were you when you got your first tattoo? I was 18. All right. Which one is it? It is the Japanese symbol on the top of my arm here. It means dragon. Dragon. Excellent. Top of your right arm. It was 2000, which was the year of the dragon. And uh, okay. I don't know. Okay. Why not? Sounded good at that yeah. point. And, and, and sometimes they say tattoos are a little bit addicting. You went, you went with more after that, right? Uh, not for a while. Okay. Actually. All right. Okay. I'd, I'd say it was uh, a few years before I got another one, maybe maybe five, six years. And then I won a tattoo through a radio contest. Oh, really? Um, so I got that tattoo. It was a design your own tattoo contest, and I ended up winning that. And I got tattooed over at Bay City. Um Worked a bunch of different jobs and ended up working with a guy at the casino who ended up opening his own tattoo shop. And he took me under his wing after years and taught me how to tattoo. Excellent. So let's talk about the artistic part of it because you're really into that too, right, Kirby? I, I mean, it's you're, you're helping people design. And we've talked about this before. Every time I come in, I have an idea. You shake your head no. You say, Bob, that's just not right, but here's what you should do. I take 45 minutes. I got to text the kids, the wife. I get the approval at that point, and I'm very happy that I didn't do it the old way that I thought, you know? Do you help a lot of people like that, too? Do they come up with ideas, and you, you kind of have to mold it and give them, the, you know, a, a little bit of a pattern to start with, correct? Uh, yes, some, <clears throat> some stuff looks perfect on a T-shirt and doesn't transfer well to your skin. So, um, yeah, sometimes somebody wants to put something somewhere that's not going to hold up well or... Uh, 
kind of compare it to maybe somebody wants to put in a deck and a contractor says, I don't think that's a great spot to put a deck. You know, the foundation's not solid. And they say, well, I want it there anyway. So it becomes a back and forth, you know, type of a thing sometimes. So, so is the customer always right or just most of the time? Um, <laughs> because that's a tough one. These are permanent decisions. You can always take a deck out and redo it, right? True. Yeah. Um, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. Uh-huh. It, sometimes we don't reach an agreement and it ends up that, you know, I, I guess I'm just not the man for the job at this particular moment, but that's okay. Okay. Um, and then sometimes they come back a week later and say, oh, you know what? I actually do want to do it the way you said. It makes a lot more sense or, you know, whatnot. So I am here to make people's tattoo dreams come true, and I hate to crush them, but, you know, sometimes it just doesn't, like I said, doesn't translate well, super you well know, to tattoos. Kirby, you listen to your plumber, you listen to your electrician, you listen to your tattoo artist, right? Yeah. Okay? Yeah, yeah, makes sense. <laughs> um, you've done a lot of tattoos already in your 11 years. I have. Uh, how was that first one? Uh, it took all day. Uh, I was on somebody that I worked with at the time. They were open to let me do whatever. Um, very nerve-wracking, but it was a, it was all in all was a fun day. The tattoo turned out decent. Um, so yeah, it was. And they obviously still have it. They have the tattoo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I assume. Yeah, <laughs> I, haven't, <laughs> I haven't seen them in a long time, but yeah. yeah. Uh huh. I gotcha. Did the job become easier after that, or was it more challenging because you you really had to branch out and become more artistic, Kirby? Uh, it's always tough. Mm-hmm. It's always uh, it's always growing and always learning. There's new techniques and new equipment, new you know all sorts of growing things in the industry. Different ways we do things. So. Tell me about one new technique, because I do want to talk about, I know there's new equipment out there, but what, what is a new technique? You know, is it the watercolors? They're pretty hot right now, right? Uh, that would be something I kind of specialize in. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, there is a, definitely a technique to that. Um, how, how do you make the colors look almost like they're splashed? It's tough to say. Okay. It's a, it's a technique. Okay. Um, you know, going from a real dark, say you're going using a purple so I'm going to start with almost a black, like a real, real dark purple. Okay. And we're going to move using white to lighten that purple, um, different shades, and make it look like it's fading from a dark purple to a light purple. Oh, okay. Um, so not necessarily taking purple and throwing water into it. Um, it's not going to have the same type of an effect, and it's not going to last as long. So if we go in and we fully saturate the color in there to where it looks like it's getting lighter and looks like it's watered down, uh, it'll hold up over time. It's becoming a, a hot tattoo, hasn't it? Yeah. In the last four or five years, hasn't it? You can add a little splash of color to most any type of simple black outline type uh-huh. of uh, design and, you know, make it a little little extra, a little, little more special. Uh, um, tell me a little bit about the equipment. I know you, you showed it to me because I'm always inquisitive, but you said equipment is a lot different than it even was 11 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. We have uh, battery packs on the backs of our pen style machines now um cartridges are a thing where the needle is set inside of a preset cartridge and you can switch them out um whereas before you would need multiple machines with different needle setups um yeah a lot has progressed um you know, a lot less uh physical equipment because everything's compacted into itself now tell me the process somebody comes in here and says they want a tattoo they look through a book they have an idea but you really have to go, as an artist, you have to go into the back room and work on that design. And you do that on an iPad right now, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yep. Oh, sure okay. So, so how, do you, how do you really take that idea 
Uh, um, and, and you're looking. So, so I came in once. Let, let's use me for an example. I came in with, with and I wanted the German American flag. And he says, no, not really. You know, and I gave you an idea, but you came up with something totally different. Was that all really hand drawn then on that, that iPad? Um, cause you combined the flags, you know, and I got my, you know, my mom and dad's signature on it, but I was just wondering because it, it looks fantastic. You know, I uh, would say the, it's tough to say it's hand drawn. Okay. I mean, it's all right. digital. Mm-hmm. Some of it's drawn with my hand and okay. an eye pencil. So yeah, it's sure. hand drawn. Um, some of it is simply copied and made. I may have taken the two flags and erased half of one and smushed it together with the other one and made that into a stencil. Um, or I may have sat down and drawn each line individually from the flag. I can't remember specifically. Right, no, exactly. But but you use both <coughs> different types when you're helping somebody design a tattoo. Yeah. Because how many times do really somebody go, I want that one, and, and you already have a template for it? Does I mean, that happens on occasion, right? It's it depends. Sometimes yeah. somebody comes in and they say, "I want this exact thing," and we'll say, "Well, you know, maybe maybe we could change this little bit about it, or we could add this, or you know." Um, and some people are very set into this is exactly what I want. I don't want to change anything, right? Yeah, which makes it easier in the in a design right. aspect to go. Okay, well, I guess there's nothing we need to change about it, but somebody else has that tattoo somewhere. Yeah, probably right. So. Yeah. Um, Making them unique and making them, you know, personalized for people and not copying designs. Uh, it's a big, it's a big. You want them to look unique too, right? Yeah, for sure. We don't want everybody walking around with the same tattoo. Right. So or you, somebody you, to think they have something unique and then they right. see 30 other people with it. Yeah. Like, hey, what happened? Yeah. You, you have one of my favorite tattoos of all time. We talked about it before. It's the Little Debbie tattoo. Yeah. The logo. Um, you have a story about that. Yeah, my... Uh, my grandpa was a bread man, and he had a little Debbie truck. So when we would go to grandpa's house, we got to go into the backyard and go in the little Debbie truck and grab whatever we could hang on to, pretty much. So uh, Ira Kirby was my grandpa, and that's why I have the little Debbie tattoo on my, my ankle. It's a great logo. Everybody sees it at all the convenience stores when they walk in there immediately, right? Yep. It's at Meyer, It's at Walmart. It's everywhere, too. I really like that. Are, are logos trademarked for tattoos? Do we have to worry about being sued by, you know, the manufacturer or anybody, or do we, do we not even worry about that? I mean, I'm not worried about it, but Good. there are people <laughs> that have been sued. There okay. are Marvel uh, licensed artists oh. that are licensed through Marvel to do Marvel tattoos. So there is, there is copyright. Uh, so you, I couldn't get a Marvel tattoo from you technically, legally in a sense, right? Uh, I guess legally in a sense. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, that'll be next. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, but when it comes to tattooing, we, we're kind of pirates sometimes. So, right. Um, you know, got to catch me first. Uh-huh. What do you, What do you like about it the best, Kirby? Uh, probably interacting with people. Um, there's a lot of times I'll do a tattoo and I won't think much of it, and then you know a couple of years later they'll come back and be like, you know, I was having a really really rough time, and you know, getting that tattoo or seeing the tattoo or whatnot uh, really helped me through that time and. Thank yeah. you so much, and you know, um, so sometimes we'll do a tattoo and won't think much of it, and it means a whole lot to somebody. Yeah, so. can, can we talk to the tattoo artist when they're working? Uh, you can try. I I I try to talk and try to hold conversation, but if I'm really concentrating, there might be a point where I'm like, "Hey, I got a laser focus right now. Sorry, I can't 
you know. Okay, I'll keep my mouth shut on the next one, okay? Hey. I know I'm a talker. <laughs> I so like I it. Will, I'll try yeah. to concentrate and mm-hmm. hold the conversation. But. Okay. Uh, nobody ever sneezes in the middle of a tattoo, do they? Yes, um, yeah. Because they come, they sneak up on a way, on occasion, Kirby. I have come a whole, now. I have a whole thing. I I run everybody through when we first start. Yeah. Um, it's basically we're gonna we're gonna get started. If you need anything, let me know. If you got a cough or sneeze or anything like that, just say stop. There so you that, go. That yeah. pretty much that pretty much takes care of everything. Kind of like a safe word in a sense, right? Uh, sure, <laughs> sure. Yep. Uh, but that? I don't have to remember different words. Right. I just say stop, and I, I'll stop. Because yeah, if you right. moan or groan or mm-hmm. cry or whatnot, I, I'll, I'll keep going. Okay, but if good. if you say stop, I'll stop. Okay, so. gotcha. I, I'm looking over your shoulder. Brad War is getting his tattoo right now. It's looking beautiful. Um, he may cry a little bit during this one, okay? Yeah, it's on the ribs. So. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't have so, anything on my ribs. So, so tell me, where are the sensitive spots You know uh, that, that you know of? We're looking at one right R- ribs, now. Ribs, right? Yeah, right? Yeah, ribs, ribs? Ribs for sure. Uh, ribs um, are good. I heard the uh, the center of the chest. Uh, Yeah. Yep. The sternum is okay. tough. It's I was a, here. Denny told me, or you've told me elbow. Elbow's tough. Okay. We, we could probably list the spots that don't hurt as much. Okay. Which quicker. ones are, Okay, which ones don't <laughs> hurt as much, well, really? You know? uh, forearm, I would yep. say. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty much the arms aren't too bad, except right. when you get to the elbows and, like, the you know, the wrists and stuff like that. But um, usually the legs aren't too bad. Thighs usually fairly easy. Um, but there are some, there are some real, there's some spicy spots. That's I, sure. I saw so. a man here. He, he was, a, he was just, you know, all buff and everything like that. I think he had a tear coming down while he was laying there getting a it's, tattoo on his chest. You it's know? usually the ones you know? that are having a tough time. Yeah, there you the, go. The it's, big, it's us wimpy guys. We can handle guys. it, right? <laughs> <laughs> we can handle that. Um, I do. I would say that in my experience, females do sit, Way better than uh, most most. They're tough. Clients. They're they tough. Are, Guy, guys are wimps when it comes so to pain. Yeah. yeah, no, no, guys are wimps. I I know that one. No, no two ways about it. Kirby, what's next in your career? You know, um, are you going to learn a new technique? Are there new styles coming up in, in the tattoo business? What's happening? That's a that's a good question. I'm not exactly sure where I'm headed. As okay. of now, I'm I'm just you know tattooing daily. Right. Um, trying to build good relationships with people. Uh huh. Um, I don't know. Like five years from now, I have no idea. We'll see. What What about you know? Are there new things coming out in technology that you're seeing in the horizon? You say, hey, that may be cool. You know, I can't wait till we can really try this or do that. I would say just within the past few weeks, months, the AI art thing has taken off. Help me on that one. AI art. What is that to a layman? It is. Artificial intelligence coming up with artwork based on keywords that you give it. So a lot of people are having an issue with it saying like, oh, it's going to take away business or it's, you know, I'm not going to let robots take over, you know, whatnot. But um, I'm excited to have some clients come in with ideas that they've put together and then AI has created some sort of an image that, you know, nobody's ever seen before. And we can go from there and try to, you know, make a tattoo from that. Okay, so here's the guy still learning about AI. He's a little paranoid about it, me and me, okay? You know, it's artificial. It's intelligence. Kind of kind of an oxymoron in a way, isn't it, you know? Uh, I'm so, not so, going to speak poorly about I artificial know. intelligence, just I know. in case. I love you, artificial intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> because they're always listening, right, aren't right, they? Right. Yeah, especially in the podcast. So good good one on that one. I'll, I'll take all the heat and the, the lightning <laughs> bolts for that one, Kirby. So um, so you're saying people could ha- put these ideas together, put them into a computer I- in simple yep. terms, and they're going to take all those thoughts, ideas, and everything and put it into a design. Yes. 
fabulous. Yes. Wow, that's really incredible. Does it take away the human element, and is that okay? It, yes, but also no. I don't know. It's okay. tough to say. Yeah. I guess when AI starts creating its own art without someone prompting it, then it's not... I'm not, I, don't I know. know. Now we're getting philosophical, yeah, aren't we, really? Exactly. you know. But it's just crazy that, that, that I could say, okay, I can imagine here's what I want to tattoo, here's some things that I want in there, and then, boom, it's going to come up with a design. Yeah, and 20 minutes later, you've got 20 different images of different designs that this robot has come up with um, based on the, all the keywords you gave it. You're blowing my mind right now, buddy. Pretty wild. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I, so could, yeah. I could, in a program, type in your full name. Okay. And... Radio station, podcast, all the things I know about you. Right. And it would research everything about you. I And then I could put, you know, a sword and a unicorn and whatnot. Right. And it would build an image based on any any images that found online of you. Um, and it would put your actual, like, all of your information into these images. So I'm, it's... I'm partially afraid and partially intrigued. Yeah, me too. Okay. Yeah. yeah it's <laughs> so weird. That little line right there, huh? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Uh, what's the largest tattoo you've ever done, Kirby? Uh, it's probably about this long. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, hey. yeah but boom, boom. Yeah, so um, <laughs> hours, you know, six yeah, hours, okay. seven hours. Wow, like that. that's a long so. time to be, because you have to hold that level of concentration. You take breaks, I take it? Uh, yeah, usually yeah. every couple hours. Okay, go get a cheeseburger, you know. Or, um, no. <laughs> maybe more of just a drink of water. I know. You know take a couple minutes. Um <laughs> The longer you wait, the more it hurts, I think. So. How does the client handle it for that long? Um, uh, everybody's different, but usually they're all right with it. Yep. Um, we kind of have a, a known, like, hey, this is about how long we're going to be here, you know, pack a lunch type of thing. So, right. Um, yeah, getting, getting all that out in the open right at the beginning is, is important. Kirby, let's do some testing. All right. I got some facts here. Yeah, I, I think I tested you on this about three weeks ago. Let's see if we remember that, okay? How many tattoo parlors in the, in the country right now? About, about 20,000. Oh, I was going to say a lot. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. 20,000 right now. That's huge. That's huge. Remember, Mount Pleasant, 1993, didn't really have one, but we got the first one right here at Intricate Decor. Uh, Americans spend a little bit over a million and a half on tattoos a year. There's a lot of revenue out there. A million? A billion. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry, say, a, bi- sounds, a billion. Okay. 15% of men, 13% of women have a tattoo. Okay. 32% of people with tattoos claim they're addicted to ink. Okay. So I don't know if I'm addicted to ink, but I'm looking forward to my next tattoo. So I don't know where I, maybe I'm just a casual user then at that point, you know, instead of having that addiction. How's that? Okay. <laughs> that works. <laughs> uh, 70% of those who have tattoos have more than one. You, you do a lot of second, third, fourth tattoos for people, don't you, Kirby? That's true. I do have people that come and they say this is my one and only tattoo and then Sometimes, by the time we're done with their appointment, they're booking their next one. So Jace, Jason's working on Brad. That's number two for him. Yep. I'm at number four. A couple of adjustments on there. Twenty uh, percent of the people have more than five of, of those who have tattoos. So you know you learned that as well too. Seventeen percent regret them. Isn't that crazy? Um, you don't no, hear about I mean, those yeah. people because they made the mistake because they had to prove the artwork already anyways yeah, and prove it, right? That's true. So you're, you're not going to hear that, but they're going to go. And it's probably years later, and it probably has to do something with a tail on their small of their back, right? Could be. Okay. <laughs> 
It's a podcast, Kirby. I can say whatever I want yeah, anytime, exactly. right? Yeah. Okay. 30% of college graduates have tattoos, so no longer is it just the, the grungy people who have tattoos. There's professionals with tattoos right now, and it's, they're out there quite often, aren't they? Yeah. I just, just tattooed a professional. I saw that. He, he had a dress shirt on. He did. I'm crying out loud. I got black ink all over it. Oh, did you? <laughs> I did. I <laughs> got it messy. But that's what happens when you wear a dress shirt. Got it, got it messy. Dan Kirby, thank you very much. I really appreciate that. I appreciate you, Bob. You got it. So we're going to have fun. You're gonna, we're going to take a look and uh, maybe for another design coming up soon. Thanks for listening to episode Bob Around Town. We've got more podcasts coming up. Spock Sports Show, The Life of Sean. We've got podcasts from the Mount Pleasant CVB. Check them out all at MyMichiganPodcast.com. Look for them on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you find great audio. I'll be coming up in 2023. A lot of more Bob Around Town coming up. Thank you for listening to Bob Around Town's weekly podcast. The views and opinions heard on this podcast do not necessarily reflect those views and opinions of Latitude Media, our sponsors, our affiliates, or My1043 and Buck92 Radio. Check out our website for even more podcasts from around the area. Just go to MyMichiganPodcast.com. It's podcasting that matters.